0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Joe and Craig, the nerds who like beer. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right, welcome back, everybody, to a um, somewhat special edition of Nerds and Beer. Um, we're here, as always, with uh, Cash and Crash, your humble hosts, and our co-pilot, uh, Senior McClunky. How you doing, gentlemen? We're doing well. Doing well. How are yeah. you? Uh, we're we're quite well. We're still, uh, you know, surviving the Cadoba crisis down in the the uh, nerd basement.
1: <laughs> down in the bomb shelter.
0: Yeah the bomb shelter. Oh. I wish the bomb <laughs> shelter was open.
1: Wait, did they close it permanently? Yeah,
0: the bomb shelter's been closed probably maybe 4 or 5 years.
1: Oh, see, I didn't know that.
0: For those of you not uh, indoctrinated into the um Alcohol Society of Sault Saint Marie, Michigan, the bomb shelter was a uh, quirky little bar downtown, so
1: Yep, right downtown. It was uh, just in front of the Valley Camp.
0: Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, it had little... kind of a, a cool <laughs> yeah. Hawaiian theme to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Valley Camp is the freighter uh, that's parked there that you can do tours on. And then the bomb shelter was just in front of that. And uh, yeah, yeah, Hawaiian theme. And uh, I remember, I think the one time I went there, the owner was not very pleasant with us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i liked it it had really really cheap beer and it was always quiet like you could go there and have a conversation and not like get everything drowned out
1: were you there that night that he like yelled at us he, like, i do us not think, I, think was, I was i think there was like four or five of us that went and we like sat down order drinks and he came up and he was like listen we run a peaceful establishment if you guys are here to start any trouble you're in the wrong place like whoa man We just wanted a drink
0: yeah because the, the crew that we travel with really looks like we're troublemakers
1: <laughs> yeah God, i mean sorry you're know, I mean, I you gonna get that kind of uh welcome i would have worn my
0: leather jacket <laughs> i mean most of us are pretty docile yeah I mean we, we may have been known for walking out with a glass here and there, but <laughs>
1: that was usually from Maloneys. <laughs> yeah. Uh...
0: All right. So uh this this special episode, as I termed it, we're just uh probably not gonna be as long as some of our normal episodes, but we um wanted to touch base on the latest episode of the Clone Wars, which we saw last Friday. Yeah. Um it was the the first and the final arc of the series, um, and it, it um centers on the Siege of Mandalore. Yes. What uh what did uh initial thoughts, what did you two think of it?
2: Uh I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. It was amazing. Like even just that first twenty six minute episode was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, so uh that was one of the things we noticed, I think, right out of the gate was that uh well, not right out of the gate, but once it wrapped up and we kind of wrapped our heads around it was the, the runtime of this episode was longer than the previous episodes we had seen, um, which I think just shows how uh, much they're going to put into this story because it is the final arc of the series and this kind of wraps everything up. So, yeah, it ran 26, 27 minutes and I think typically we were around like 20. Yeah, yeah. Um, the intro at the beginning, which came with the classic uh LucasArts uh, film.
2: Yep. The logo.
1: Yep. And then the, the red logo for the Clone Wars, which kind of gave that uh nostalgic feel to the Revenge of the Sith.
2: Yeah, that feel to it.
1: Yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty amazing. And and right when that popped up and it was the red logo and stuff, like I just kinda got chills. I was like, Oh man, this is this is gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. The the way they just started it off with the you know the the red, you know, the the red type and the the intro with the the classic Star Wars beginning mm-hmm. um really gave it a different, you know, more cinematic feel maybe. Yeah. Um I know Triforce and I watched it together and she, like when that started she's like, "What's going on? What is this?" you know, because it was so different than what we were used to with a normal clone wars episode and i think like you said you know they're really putting everything into these last four episodes to to finish it up right and to make it feel like it's you know cinematic is the way i'd term it
1: yeah yeah that's a good way to put it Yeah. so uh yeah when they first started it and then just the the battle scene that we had of the um of Obi-Wan and Cody and is it the 212 yeah 212 yeah. troopers um and then that interaction between Anakin and Obi-Wan uh shortly thereafter they got kind of pinned down um that that was kind of cool cuz that did have that that uh pre Vader feel with the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin which I thought was pretty cool
0: Yeah I like that too and kind of the the cockiness you know Anakin always exudes a little bit of cockiness but yeah that attitude really showed there that you know maybe a, a little bit of playful cockiness between him and Obi-Wan that you know anything you can do I can do better yeah um sort of thing <laughs> and how um Anakin not Anakin Obi-Wan's forces kind of got pinned down and we're in a you know what are we going to do situation and then Anakin shows up and basically just kind of walks down the middle of the street and, um, you know, orchestrates the, the defeat of that, uh, droid trooper army.
1: Yeah. But it was even like, like you said, the cockiness of him, like, well, I finished, uh, finished up my battle. So I thought I'd come here and see if I could help you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) when he made that comment and then, yeah, he walked out there and that was, I thought that was a pretty, uh, iconic kind of scene to him just standing on the bridge and them looking through the uh, binoculars at him and they're like it's just one you know and and the animation of him just standing there and you know he's got the long hair because again we're you know right around uh, episode three Anakin but I thought that that scene was kind of iconic and how he was just standing there and kind of taking things into his own hands.
0: Yeah, I really like that, too. And it kind of gave me, not that it's the same type of situation, but it gave me a little bit of the vibe of, um, okay, Anakin's walking straight onto all these you know, droids, the, their entire force, and facing this mammoth amount of firepower. It kind of gave me the feel of Luke walking onto the battlefield at Crait, yep. walking out against all those um, Imperial walkers or yeah. First Order walkers. Um, and even though we didn't get to see everyone fire on Anakin, it was almost the same feel for a minute because the, the tactical droid said, you know, focus all your weapons on him. Yeah. Um, and obviously we didn't get to see them fire on him, but it, it gave me a little bit of that vibe of Luke walking onto the battlefield at Crate.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And it did. I, I have to agree. I think it did feel like that.
2: I also like the beginning too, how we see like a quick recap where we see like the, a little bit of a different model of General Grievous, how he looks more close to his revenge of the Sith counterpart.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty bad. We
2: see uh Kane and Jairus too and his master.
0: Oh yeah. yeah Kane like as a Kane yeah, little kid.
2: Yeah, for like a brief scene, and then we see like El Secura and Plo Koon, like right before like they're in their place, like
1: Yeah, for where they are
2: 66, killed off
1: right yeah, from Order Sixty Six.
0: Now McClunky I completely missed that and you just blew my mind. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. To catch I did not catch Kanan.
1: Yeah, it was real quick too.
0: It was like it was that scene
2: where they're like all around the table and like there's like some holograms of the Jedi and like some of them are actually there.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, and there's little kid and then his master and that's what Brody said was that nice. it was it was uh Kanan.
0: Good job, McClunky. As always, you are you are the master, and we are the padawans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he, and it always like blows my mind because he catches it like the first time.
0: Yeah, I definitely like. I either have to rewatch things two or three times, or just like go on the internet and get, catch <laughs> the, the hidden Easter eggs, and then go back and see them. <laughs> yeah.
1: So after we have that uh, opening scene, then. Um, we had the interaction of Ahsoka and Anakin and they hadn't seen each other for, you know, quite some years now, by the time this takes place. Um, what did you think of that interaction and how they did that?
0: Um, I thought it was really good. Um, obviously, yeah, um, I watched it with Triforce. Um, the thing that she noticed, cause she's uh, as big of a mark as I am for Ahsoka. Um, she's a big mark for Anakin. So, Um, she she just thought it was overwhelmingly sad, like how, how cold, I don't want to say cold, but how, yeah, I guess cold the interaction was, um, with the two of them, you could tell clearly Anakin, you know, probably was happier, I don't know, happier to see her Mm -hmm. than she was to see him. But, um, it was, it just seemed like a really sad reunion. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Uh, one
1: Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like he was more excited than she was because I feel like she was there and she knew she was there on a mission and she still had, uh, you know, hurt feelings about the Jedi Order and what they stood for and stand for. Um, But I think Anakin was overjoyed and I think he thought that she was back and um, was going to, you know, join back up in the Order.
0: Right. Like she, Anakin felt like she was back to be back. Yeah, And to Ahsoka, I, I'm assuming, you know, she still feels, her feelings haven't changed. She still feels let down by the Jedi, Yeah, but she's there because that's the only place she has to turn to. Like she's there to try to help someone and her avenue of helping them is to try to get the Jedi to help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was just uh the, how she felt about the Jedi was still very fresh in her mind because of all the mm-hmm. interactions and what we had had, uh, in the previous, uh, story arc about how, um, what were their names, bro?
2: Uh, Trace and Rafa.
1: Yeah. Trace and Rafa's family was, you know, uh, killed when there was a Jedi, uh, battle going on. And so I think that all that stuff was still very new and fresh in her mind. So she still was, you know, not a big fan of the Jedi.
0: Now, to back up a tiny, tiny bit, but I'll seek out the, uh, the help of you and McClunky, um, I did think it was really cool how um, when Ahsoka contacted Anakin, um, she used the name Fulcrum mm-hmm. to, yes. to get through to Anakin, but did you pick up, like, was Fulcrum originally, like, a code that Anakin used yeah. for, like, his intelligence channels, or, like... I, I I thought I thought I caught like that they u- the person used the name Fulcrum and Anakin thought that there was someone else trying to get to them.
1: We'll let uh, McClunky hit See, on this.
2: I thought it, I thought it was kind of cool that they did that, but it does leave a little bit of plot holes. because like, couldn't Vader like like because Ahsoka uses that channel in Rebels. She, her, and Kallus use it in Rebels. Mm-hmm. So don't you think it would be like, correct? So don't you think that he would go in there every so often to maybe look because he would get.
1: Because he would know
2: it. He would know, like, top secret rebel stuff from that channel.
0: You would think that, and, and you know, if, you know, after the, the fall of the Republic, when the Empire is ruling, you know, if, you know, word gets out that there's this secret opting the name Fulcrum running around, that that would, that intelligence ah. would somehow get back to Vader. And he'd be like, okay, there's only a handful of people that knew what Fulcrum was. You yep. know, Ahsoka, and then you know, blah blah blah. Whoever the other people were, and he'd be able to figure out, and then you know, really start to hunt for whoever that was.
1: Yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't that also used? You said Callus. Uh, saw Guerrero. Yeah, they Saw it used it too. That?
0: That's who it was originally. Anakin thought it was Saw, right? Yeah,
1: and then when when he saw it was Ahsoka, he was like, "Oh, okay, here we go." And then I think Callus probably picked it up from. Somewhere. I, somewhere along the lines knew that Ahsoka had used it maybe or mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: it or could be I don't know
0: mm-hmm. unless it just becomes kind of like a cult you know like a, a you know an urban legend you know there was this operative named Fulcrum and then you know that it just gets passed around so yeah you know by the time it is the the time of the Empire that Vader just you know oh it's just somebody using that name yeah. And we've so, yet to see, you know, we've yet yet to see, I don't want to jump ahead, but we've yet to see how um the the Siege of Mandalore ends and what Vader thinks happens to Ahsoka. You know, yeah. What how that ends for him, we don't know whether he really believes her dead or whether it's just left ambiguous to him.
1: Right, right and I think that we'll see a lot of good stuff still. I mean, we got what three more episodes still. Three more episodes yeah. So, I think they're going to just the content's going to be insane. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I really liked um I really liked how they even though she wasn't rejoining the Jedi or rejoining the army of the Republic. I really liked how the clones especially the clones were so um, eager and happy to see her and willing to take her back. And I think that that was probably one of the cooler reunions is Ahsoka's interaction with the clones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, um, just the scene that they're walking through the the ship there and, you know, they're all saluting her and mm-hmm. she's like, why are they saluting me? And Anakin's telling her it's more out of a respect thing. Like she was always there to, you know, protect them and had their backs in the battle. And it's it's more of a respect thing for her. Um, and then she walks into that room and, you know, you got, uh, Rex in there and was it half of the 501st half of the had 501st. painted their helmets to match her, uh, her facial designs, the patterns on. Yeah, the that head.
0: was pretty, that was pretty badass. Yeah. Now so, here's a, here's another question for McClunky. Okay. We're dealing with the 501st, which is obviously Rex and, you know, his, his, um, soldiers, Now, as we see further on in Rebels, you know, Rex survives, as do a few of his clone troopers. Um, And they, you know, spoiler alert, they don't, you know, fall to Order 66 and just try to destroy their Jedi because they supposedly removed the chips in their head. Mm -hmm. Has that happened already, you think? Because our timeline for Order 66 is really close. Has Rex already pulled out his chip? Like, are those clone troopers with Rex clean, or are we still yet to see that?
2: I don't I don't think they've pulled out their chips yet.
0: So that'll be really interesting to see how that comes into play and how they even know those are in there.
1: Yeah, see, I wonder if they're going to spin it because um, Ahsoka is so close to Rex. I'm wondering if she, like, uncovers something and then tells them. Mm-hmm. And he gets to, like, you know, a few and they take him out or, or whatever. I think... It, I kind of hope we'll see that interaction and see them do that in, in this um, yeah. story arc.
0: I mean, it, I might have to jump on, I might have to jump on later and watch Rex's first appearance on rebels and see how, cause I know it's touched on, like he talks about it in that rebels episode. Yeah. Um, and just see, see if it's addressed there, like how he found out or when they did it.
1: Yeah. I would think if they're going to show it in uh, clone wars that it's going to be real soon.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to show how it happens and why they don't turn on Ahsoka, because obviously they're setting us up for. I don't know if you've seen the still shots of some of the episodes coming up, but they're they're gonna show us Order sixty six by the look of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the five hundred first thing and, and Ahsoka coming in the room, there was that, and then uh, obviously Anakin giving her the lightsabers which was yeah that that was was pretty sweet too um but then obi-wan making comment you know on the ship uh uh, sirens start going off because they're being attacked and they're setting up you know Grievous grievous kidnapping the
0: chancellor yeah i'm super excited to see that you know that's something that obviously when revenge of the sith starts up that had just happened you know and palpatine is um air quotes a prisoner <laughs> yeah then but i i i'm pretty sure you saw it but the the gendi animated series from back before the yeah. Yeah. yeah the one that was
1: on that... cartoon network that was like short, yeah yeah
0: yeah those were those are really cool cartoons but we did get to see the you know the attack on coruscant and you know the abduction of palpatine we got mm-hmm. to see it there um, I'm really excited and I hope they give us a fair amount of that in these last episodes too. Do you think we're going to get a lot of that or is it just going to be kind of glossed over?
1: I think that we'll see certain aspects of it from you know the other side, like a different point of view of it than what we see in episode three. Uh, but I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to see it to the extent uh, that we did in that animated series. You know, uh, The animated series, when it ended, like it ended with Mace Windu uh, crushing Grievous, and that's why he has that breathing trouble and stuff because, yeah, and that's that's why he had that. And at this point, well, I think by this point where we've already seen Grievous that Brody had just talked about, and he liked the, the way that he looked now. Um, I, I have to think at that point in time, he's already got the coughing and the wheezing going on. So,
2: and I don't think that series is canon anymore. A blue. Yeah, I don't believe,
0: yeah. Oh, no, the, the Gendy series isn't canon, but. I, I'm holding out hope, you know, like you say, I don't think we'll get as much of it as we did, Yeah. but I'm holding out hope we get something of that. Like I, I, I just want to see that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And that would be kind of cool. Cause there was, um, when Grievous went to you, you remember that animated show, right?
0: Oh yeah. The, y- yeah, uh, just the, the little shorts that were on.
1: Right. And when Grievous was going after uh, Palpatine to kidnap him, and there was a handful of other Jedi that were protecting him, some that we had never seen before. Um, that was kind of a cool interaction on that uh, that cartoon as well, that we got to see Grievous take them out and then collect their lightsabers.
0: Mm-hmm. And it really showed how, um, how tough Grievous was. You know, he wasn't just a you know a, another droid, but he was he was a force to be reckoned with. And um, I really did like how how Mace did crush his chest and <laughs> cause the cause the asthmatic effect. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So that, I I don't know. I think that we won't see that. I think they'll maybe do some flashbacks or uh, you know some cutscenes to it.
2: There was a reference, I believe, to that series uh, when. Obi-Wan says that Shock T was there, mm. but they lost contact with her and she was you you might remember this, but wasn't she there protecting she, him?
0: Yeah, she was there, the, wasn't she, Joe? I think she was. Shock T was one of the ones um in the Gendi series. She was one of the ones that gets cut down, right?
1: Yeah, I think so at the end of it. We'll have to we'll we, Yeah, that. we have those on DVD. We'll have to pull them out and watch them again.
0: I think I have I think I have half of them. I don't know if I have the end. I think I got like the, the first series, but not all of them. But the, the for what they were, even though the animation was a little hokey, those were pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. And I really liked the second half of them because they did it as a, a two disc series thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, the second one was uh, just the way it ended because it ended right where episode three starts.
0: Yeah, it it was, just uh, it, it it'll be hands it
1: off. Getting like getting in there, yeah. starfighters to go save the Chancellor
2: right
0: now back to the back to the clone wars part of it um from there we see ahsoka and the 501st load up and head to um head to Mandalore to try to take over is it Sund- sundari or what's the yeah. the capital city
2: yeah and then we also get a uh we get we get like a quick holographic uh image of ursa ren yes of their uh, troop whatever their yeah i thought France. that was pretty
0: sweet too and I,
1: I couldn't help but notice when they showed her. And I don't know. I mean, a lot of the Mandalorians, their armor does look the same. But I don't know if it was just the color scheme of the hologram or what. But it, she had a very uh, Jango Fett feel to her armor.
0: I thought so, too. I thought so, too.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I have, to, I have to believe that when they were on the ship flying to Mandalore and then the, the battle starts, I have to think that this was probably one of your favorite parts of this episode,
0: Joe. Yeah, it absolutely was. I, you know, I, I thought I start to finish this was a super awesome episode, um, with the all the Mandalorian stuff and uh, of course as much Ahsoka as we got. It was just badass. Um, I did like the interaction uh, between Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, where um, she tells her, you know, you're nothing like your sister. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, it did it doesn't knock obi-wan out of his spot as my second favorite jedi character but it did bug me a little bit how he didn't have more desire to go to mandalore and get maul yeah you know that he didn't want to go and i guess it proves that he's not letting his personal feelings get in the way yeah but it's like man obi-wan that that he killed your woman right
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it was, you know, that's where they, like, tug at your heartstrings, you know, was when they made the, yeah. the reference about her being killed. And, and then, and, uh,
2: that was that scene, wasn't it, in the, whatever the room they were in, and then she, uh doesn't she bring up the re- she doesn't she say, I thought you uh, cared more about my sister? Yeah. And then uh, he says, doesn't he say something, and then the camera turns to Anakin really briefly?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because yes. Anakin's, Anakin does let his feelings make his decisions, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, I thought that that was kind of cool that they, they went back to, um, you know, other stories with Obi Wan and, and just that whole interaction with the with, uh, Mandalore from back then. Um, mm-hmm. the other thing, it was in that same scene, and I just lost my train of thought. There's something, oh, when uh, Obi Wan tells Ahsoka when she's going there, you might want to capture him and kidnap him because I already killed him once and he came back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, might, you might want to capture him because he doesn't, well, he doesn't stay dead or he's not yeah. he's a kill or something. Yeah, he some kills. reference
1: like that. He's like, I already killed him once. <laughs>
0: yeah. Him. Darth Maul, he's just like the Star Wars version of a cockroach. <laughs> yeah, he really is.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, the, the transport, or transport, is it a transport that they're in? I don't know.
0: It's all gunships.
1: Yeah, right? the gunship yeah. that they're flying in, the Mandalore, when that... Uh, whole battle scene starts and ahsoka is you know jumping out of it with no parachute no jet pack
0: yeah it was pretty awesome
1: so yeah yeah that, that whole interaction uh whole scene was pretty awesome and i it just felt different for me like the animation itself and like you said earlier and i think you're spot on it's more theatrical
0: yeah, they're really they they really went not that any of the animation in Clone Wars was bad because it always was top notch, but they've really done an even better job, you know, making sure everything's smooth, making sure everything looks good and flows well. It, the it was really well done. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was so. And then who was the other Mandalorian that we saw? It was a guy
0: Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon it was one of Maul's troops. Yeah, one of that douchebag. We see <laughs> him uh we see him does he survive all the way to Rebels?
2: Uh, I think he dies in Rebels.
0: Yeah, he's in Rebels, but he's he in Rebels,
2: but I think I think he gets shot. I think he dies. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch those, but I know he I just wanna kick him in the jibs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I think there was like two Saxons in the Rebels series. There was Gar Saxon, then I believe there was another one at uh. the beginning of season four.
0: Oh. Yeah we- And just he's got that stupid helmet with the Darth Maul like horns on it. Like, yeah. Uh, yep. You're a tool. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which uh they didn't they never brought up any references for the Son of Dathomir comic. Like if you're just one of those neutral fans that just watches the television series and doesn't read the comics, you wouldn't know how the heck Maul is back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we we do have to 'Cause uh this you know, tying all the strings together or trying to tie all of these strings together. Um Bocaton's section of Mandalorians, what what are do they have a specific name or are they still going by Death Watch?
2: They're not Death Watch anymore. I believe it was something like it was something to do with like owls, I believe.
0: Mm, oh yeah, I don't okay. remember. Because if mean- you if you jump series and jump ahead, to the Mandalorian, okay, um, Din on the 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 Mandalorian. You know when he's when he's a child. This is right about that same time And yeah. whatever little planet Mandalorian planet he's on, and his parents hide him down in the in the that little enclosure,
1: the wine cellar. Oh, those are
0: battle droids. Those are battle droids that come right and kill his parents, and then he's saved by Mandalorians that have the Death Watch armor on. Yeah. Yeah. So that has to be almost concurrent to right now. yeah. Um, Either maybe it already happened, you know, a little bit before this, Um, but I'm trying to piece together, you know, whose Mandalorians those were that saved him. Um, And I've got to think it's got to be Bo-Katan's because it's not Maul's, you know, they're not wearing the red armor.
1: Right. Yeah. That's a valid point. You could uh you could be spot on right there.
0: Yeah. So her I th- I think it's gotta be her faction um that has him somewhere, or shortly maybe it happens during the Siege of Mandalore. You know, maybe you know, we obviously wouldn't get to see it. But his his rescue and being taken in by that sect of Mandalorians has to happen pretty quick or has already happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or here's a thought too that it also could be maybe like so remember that so remember that whole arc where Maul took control of uh he was trying to get the syndicates and Death Watch had to act like what was it did didn't they have to act like heroes to the people of Mandalore mm-hmm. that could have been yeah, what that yeah. whole thing was was them trying to act like heroes by coming into this village saving Din and whoever they could and then just leaving
0: that's a that's a really good point that that could have. That could have happened then, when Maul came in with, yeah, with the Huts and the Pikes and, and all those ginks, mm. and uh, tried to make themselves look good in order to take over um, for Satine.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's a lot, mm. a lot of theories.
0: Yeah. We're- As always, McClunky, you've you've got the touch, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give him the line. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't <laughs> sing that two episodes in a row. <laughs> uh,
1: uh. Uh, so yeah, uh, going back to uh, kind of jump, we're jumping around with stuff, but it's every time we do this and we start talking, there's like, oh, I want to talk about this too. <laughs> um, so the last interaction that we see in this episode with Ahsoka and Anakin, um, and then you know he's going to go with Obi Wan to get the chance- Chancellor. She takes uh, you know the five hundred first half of them. With Commander Rex at this point, because he was promoted to Commander, because she's not uh, in the Jedi uh, Order anymore and can't command him. Um, That interaction between them, some people are saying that's the final interaction with Anakin and Ahsoka before he becomes Vader. What do you think?
0: That's kind of what Emily thought is, you know, when they part ways, she's like, wow, that's the last time they're going to see each other, you know, because they're off to go to Coruscant to try to save Palp and she's off to Mandalore and it it would be a stretch, you know, maybe they communicate via hologram, I don't know yeah. but it would be a stretch for Anakin and Obi-Wan or, or any one of them to appear on Mandalore um, you know, before 66 happens.
1: Yeah. Well, I just wonder, like, if there is going to be some sort of a like a hologram interaction or something. I feel like they're going to make it a bit more emotional for the fans than what what we got here Mm -hmm. so and whether it's a whether it's a hologram of like you know 66 happening and then you know they talk to each other about the jedi being killed off and stuff and you know anakin just maybe flat out lies to her like saying he had nothing to do with it or something um i I don't know i I could be just making things up, but some sort of interaction, I think will still happen between them.
2: Some sort of interaction that's tugging at your heartstrings.
1: Yep.
0: I mean, it is, you know, it is a really sad way for them to end just on that, you know, that short of an exchange because they literally only saw each other for minutes. Um, and, and if that's the last time they see each other, you know, that's well, see each other until he's Vader. Um, you know that's a really i I think there's more they could have done with that, um, yeah. and hopefully they do. Yeah, I think
1: yeah, will.
2: He will. Yeah, I think, I think so. Maybe.
1: So, and then of course, you know, the episode ends with Maul back.
2: Maul back,
1: yeah. So and of course, sabi- <laughs> and he's he's uh, you know upset that it's Ahsoka there and not Obi Wan. Yeah,
0: because yeah, you know his watch. his whole game. His whole game, the whole time, is to get revenge on Obi Wan, and um, and maybe that's maybe that is how we see Obi Wan and Anakin. Um, maybe Maul holds her captive and draws them draws them back to Mandalore for for a battle, and then then they head back to Coruscant or whatever. Maybe that's the way that we do see um, Anakin and her reunited again as Maul uses Ahsoka to draw them to Mandalore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good way to get them there.
0: Yeah. So,
1: all right. Well, what do you what are you hoping for? Is, is there any particular uh, scene that you hope you see in these remaining three episodes, Jeff?
0: Um, the, there's nothing really that I need, you know, that I need to see happen or that I'm really looking forward to. You know, I want to. I obviously just want to see how we get to um order 66 and I want to see how um Ahsoka and Rex you know escape it or how they end it and, and ultimately go into hiding. Um and I want to see I want to see as much of Obi-Wan and Anakin as I can, you know, before it transitions into Revenge of the Sith. Um, the, there isn't anything really specific I need to see because we, we do know that Maul survives. Yeah. um and that he gets away um you know i want to see more of um the the structure of the mandalorians that survive um the siege because you know we've been kind of led to believe that they're pretty much all wiped out um so i, I want to see you know how bokatan and um ursa ren you know the structure of whatever escapes you know how they get away um mm. i want to see that too yeah very cool is there anything uh, you guys particularly want to see? You know that the, you know anything that that you want to m- make sure that they hit on.
2: Uh, probably the the duel with Ahsoka and Maul, and then all of a sudden the troops just turning on them during the battle would be kind of cool.
0: Do you think maybe maybe that is how it'll play out? Is maybe there's only it's not the entire entirety of Ahsoka's faction that has pulled out the chips maybe it really only is rex and what is it rex and gregor and wolf are the three
2: yeah though i think wolf is in a a different battalion though and Mm -hmm. i think gregor is somewhere else gregor
0: is a squirrely one right yeah 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 Yeah.
1: i kind of i don't know i i just wonder if they're gonna end it too with like uh you know, show an Anakin as Vader, like in the, the full-on costume too.
0: I would think so. I think they're gonna they're gonna end it with that.
1: You know, yeah, with him like with where he full on um, um, evil.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I mean, that'd be kind of cool just to see it. Maybe you know a little different than you know different views or something than we saw in Episode Three. Mm-hmm. But I have to feel that they have they're gonna have him in the full Vader's costume. I mean, it's so iconic. Yeah.
0: And I, I would think that that'll be almost the hard close of the series. It'll be, um, you know, if I can predict the future, it'll be, you know, Anakin as Vader, you know, full-on evil. But then the series itself will close with some version of um, maybe a reprisal of the shot of Ahsoka walking away, like when she left the Jedi. Because um, yeah. the series, as Clone Wars, was pretty much the story of her, for the most part, um, her walking away you know, somehow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, it's crazy that we got to this point and, you know, she became such a beloved character. Cause I remember when we went to uh, see the clone Wars movie, which kicked off the series when they released that to the theater and like seeing her going in there, not really having any idea of what it was about at the time. And I was like, Hey, it's an animated Star Wars movie. We're going to go see it at the theater. And we did it, you know, did it up like you do, like the regular movies, mm-hmm. and then we watched it, and I was like, at the end of it, I was like, "Wow, I don't." At that point, I had mixed feelings about Ahsoka. I was like, "I'm not sure
0: I like her as a character." But they well, really and I think you were you were in the majority too. I think it took people didn't like her at first. You know, people yeah. didn't like that character um like really anakin had a you know a prepubescent female (laughs) padawan
1: (laughs) yeah which just i mean she just came off as kind of like this whiny little kid which i mean she was she was a padawan but then then when the show uh, came on you know they they tailored her and she grew with the series and i think that fans just fell in love with her you know
0: and i think it it all three of the characters Obi-Wan and um, Anakin and Ahsoka the way the three of them the the relationship relationship grew through the years of the Clone Wars you know that's what made her so popular is they got to see her transition from you know a little snotty kid into you know a fairly deep character Hmm.
1: yeah which left people wanting more
0: yeah and it, it it she got a chance to develop into um a character people could you know people could support and could rally behind and i think it humanized anakin too because a lot of the um eh, a lot of the dialogue from attack of the clones and a lot of the dialogue from revenge of the sith you know george lucas isn't known for his in-depth dialogue um so <laughs> the the writing <laughs> The writing in Clone Wars and Anakin's interactions on Clone Wars with both Obi Wan and Ahsoka uh, really humanized the character, I think, a lot more than, no offense, but what Hayden Christensen did, you know, with the character.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, why are you saying no offense? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, not to you, but to people in general. You know, some people. Oh, I got you. Some, some oh, people. Hayden.
1: it was just his birthday the other day.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I like Hayden Christensen. I w- I was kind of rooting for him to return in uh F9. You know, not that he he yeah. didn't get a chance to, but I'd like to see him see him reprise the role somehow. um But like I said, you know, Lucas's dialogue is is sometimes a little stiff.
1: <laughs> yeah. A little dry
2: A little dry like
1: sand yeah. <laughs> dry like sand <laughs> I hate sand <laughs> 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 It gets everywhere Oh
2: gets everywhere.
1: no
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Okay, well, hey, we gotta talk about this really quick um, <laughs> Since Triforce isn't down here um, I have to tell you they Triforce and Buckets This is part of their quarantine boredom but they have rewatched the battle between Anakin and Obi Wan like a million times the last few days, and they are currently working on choreographing the lightsaber duel between Anakin and Obi Wan so they can reenact it. <laughs> That's
1: gonna be amazing. <laughs> it it all is like I've seen them. Have,
0: I've seen them what, practice. practice. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's pretty dope.
1: Now, when they get to a point that they're going to record this. Mm-hmm. Are they going to wear full-on Jedi
0: robes? They're planning on it. Do you have actual lightsabers? We have, um, we have two that are they're they're a couple years old. I think you've seen them when you were at the house, but they're a little bit beat up. They do have the they do light up and they do have the sound effects. Um, I am going oh, okay. to, I'm going to purchase some better ones for them to act it out because the what the, the effort they're putting into it deserves a better lightsaber
1: yeah you should look into those are they those force uh yeah. fx ones yes yeah. yeah see we have we have anakins and Vader. Vader's mm-hmm. of those it's
0: pretty sweet so. and it was funny to see them fight over who got to be obi-wan because they both wanted to be obi-wan because obi-wan wins obviously <laughs> and now that they're like choreographing doing the choreography and working it out emily's like i got really screwed because obi-wan has like the tougher moves <laughs>
2: <laughs> high ground,
1: Yes, yeah, She I've gets got the, the high, high ground.
2: ground, she got the high ground.
1: <laughs> that is awesome, man. How long ago did they start this? Uh,
0: let's see, I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They started it Friday while I was at work, I believe.
1: Wow, and that's no for the people that are listening that have seen F3. That is no easy task to learn that because that is one of the longest fight scenes in movie history.
0: Yeah, they're they're putting in work too. Like they, it was getting late last night, and the two of them creeped downstairs with the lightsabers to practice. So
1: that's awesome though that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to. Are you going to post a video on Nerds and beer?
0: Uh, it depends on if they let me. <laughs>
1: Well, you got we'll we'll sweet talk them, okay? okay, and we'll when it's all recorded like in costume and stuff, we'll we'll post it on
0: there. you guys you guys if, will if have they to, let us. You guys will have to peer pressure them.
1: Yeah, I'm not above bribery. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it.
0: All right, gentlemen, well, uh, you have anything else to say about this week's episode of Clone Wars? I know I'm eagerly anticipating the new episode Friday. But do you have anything yeah. uh to finish up the 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 first in the arc?
1: I don't think so. Um it, you know our listeners if you haven't watched it yet, uh get out there and watch it because it is phenomenal. Yes. So and uh yeah, we're we're anxiously waiting the next episode.
0: Yeah, and go back and check out, like I said, if you have Disney Plus, go back and check out the old um, episodes of clone wars and the old episodes of rebels just to give you the background on all the mandalorian stuff. It's super easy uh to find a timeline of the episodes that you need to watch and there's probably a handful of nine, you know, maybe nine episodes. So that's really not that much to yeah. to get you caught up. Yeah.
1: Um and also uh announced I think coming in May is the Mandalorian documentary. documentary yes. that release. May, Yoda. Yeah, so that'll hold some people over hopefully for a little bit for uh, new episodes of the main morning. Maybe we'll get, you know, some sneak peeks and shots from season two.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll get, more a, importantly. get a little Ahsoka there too.
1: Yeah. Possibly more,
2: more importantly, we get to see more baby Yoda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the child. McClunky. It's, the yeah, child. The it's the child. It's the child.
1: The
0: child. <laughs> child. Oh so, yeah.
1: I think, uh, I think that's all we got for this episode.
0: All right. Well, uh, like I said, everybody, this is kind of a shorter episode than what we usually do. But um, I think we'll probably rip out another one as soon as we um, get the second episode in the arc. So uh, you'll be hearing from us again quite soon.
1: Yes. 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 And uh, as McClunky says.
0: Wash your hands. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still waiting for that Uncle Sam yeah he
1: keeps he it. keeps asking me if i did it done it and i'm like oh man i keep forgetting so Get to work. maybe <laughs> yeah maybe tonight I'll work on it <laughs> okay <laughs> so all right well yeah uh so like always if you haven't listened to all 18 of our episodes go back and check us out yeah share it with your friends
0: hide your kids hide your wife
1: yep and yeah. uh you know nerds and beer getting you through this quarantine one day at a time.
0: One day at a time, people. And follow the words of (laughs) McClunky, wash your damn hands. Um, (laughs)
1: Wash your damn hands.
0: And we will will talk to you guys soon.
1: Oh, Mr. Sheffield. (laughs)